Hello, hello, hello. I am here with Miss. It's it's pronounced Queen, right? Queen Michelle. It's Queen Michelle, but I go by Queen. Queen. Okay, mm-hmm. Queen Michelle, but she goes by Queen. You want me to refer to you as Queen? Yes. Every time. Okay, that's fair. That's fair enough. <laughs> well, I'm Tosi, and this is the Mental Threads Podcast, episode 95, um, and stuff of that nature. We are in front of a Starbucks, I think, uh, on Indian Trail, basically. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. We had met uh, back at Reds uh, 28. You were one of the people that were performing, correct? Mm-hmm. That yeah. is correct. Yep. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, dude, that was a whole vibe for me and everything because it's like, because it's like, I go to an HBCU and it's just like, I'm not too connected with Charlotte like that and everything. Like at yeah. this stage of my life, I'm trying to do it and yeah. step out there a little bit more and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm naturally an extrovert, but like over time, you know, you kind of start to lose those elements, you know, messing yeah. with certain people. You try to be selective yeah. and everything. So it's just like, you know, to kind of be in that space where it's just like, you know, you see people from all walks of life just kind of like, you know, the stand up for the whole, uh, uh, um, for the whole, uh, spoken word uh, situation yeah. it was really cool because i was originally trying to interview wolf i don't know if you you know about wolf mm-hmm. right yeah, I, know wolf, yeah. I just interviewed him well, earlier know today about him yeah i know about wolf yeah i don't know him know him but yeah He's a cool dude. He's a cool cat. Yeah, I, I interviewed him earlier today. I was supposed to interview him that time, but it was like he was coming really, really late. I'm just like, wait, hold on. They're having a poetry slam here? Okay, cool. Nice. And I heard all these other people. He's on rapper time. <laughs> He's on rapper time. He's on rapper time. That's a good way of putting it, man. Dude's yeah. busy and everything. Dude's on yeah. top of this stuff. I had him on like earlier today and everything. So like you're the third interview today and you're like the fourth interview I've done in like a while wow. and everything. So I'm really trying to get back on this. So trying to hit that hundred mark and trying to hit 150 so it's like awesome, I know awesome. that's all I have like a space I can really like come to like at the Reds on Wednesdays and to find more people to interview and everything at least yeah. it's just it just keeps on going from Absolutely. there so it's like, I really do appreciate you for hopping on also you know uh, you. Miss I Queen. appreciate you I do I appreciate you yeah yes most definitely and uh to go into detail and everything on what uh, dragged you into like you know wanting to express yourself uh, through poetry and uh, that situation um like what really led you in that direction Poetry? Um, I've been writing poetry since I was probably nine. Um, didn't really have a childhood. So my way of connecting to just something to get it out opposed to keeping it in was through poetry. So I will always write. I mean, that was pretty much all I could do was write and draw. And so those are my two outlets writing and drawing so that's how I kind of got into it and then I realized later on um like my biological father he's also he writes poetry you know Mm -hmm. so and um he has a poetic soul and I do too so like sometimes I'll speak to somebody I'm like don't realize I'm saying something poetic I'm like oh this sounds so freaking poetic you know but it's just natural so yeah Okay, yeah, no, that's really, really cool, man. That's like it's kind of in your blood to a certain degree and everything. Pretty so much, it's just like, yeah. you know, so like you start noticing different types of patterns and everything, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, like for like, you know, I, I, that's why I spoke earlier uh, before we hopped on and everything. I'm Liberian and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, my tribal folk are really like they're known for being like highly like, uh, like I don't want to say highly intelligent, like they're smarter than all the other people, mm-hmm. but they're very, very intelligent in how they uh, speak and how they connect with other things like from music and stuff of that right. nature. 
nature. So it's like, even my grandfather, when he came into the States, he used to DJ a lot. And he was like very, very social when he was out there. So it's just like, for things of this matter, for me to like connect with music as deep as I can, like through poetry and stuff, it just yes. kind of like, you kind of see the patterns yeah. over a while. So it's just, it's just one of those connections, like those patterns that you see from right, your ancestors right. and stuff of that nature. Um, I know you have a very deep, uh, very deep interest in Afro and African uh, type cultures and stuff. Mm -hmm. And as from the face paint, she's literally right now having face paint right now. <laughs> I think that is the dopest thing, like literally. Because I be thinking, like, we need to have like more face paint. Like, what's wrong? I know, right? I think we need to embrace it a little bit more because it's it's so taboo. And when people and and honestly, like when I go out and I am in like just like this with nothing on I get more compliments than anything else you know one the one girl thought I was a princess and another little girl gave me a hug and I'm like oh my gosh where's all this love coming from you know and she's like you're so pretty I'm like oh thank you so much you know but I'm just embodying my essence you know I'm, I'm embodying my goddess energy and and that's it and i'm i'm also honoring my ancestors when i do it too so yeah. you know There's many ways you can do so you're doing it you look yeah. very beautiful i saw i saw like, oh wow is that her I'm like, Dude, that's great because i did i did the whole face situation for my graduation photos right. too because you know you want to do your graduation uh for college photos only once yeah. so it's like you definitely want to like you know do so uh try to honor the ancestors that way exactly. and everything and you know when you try to put those photos in the photo album you want to mm -hmm. like your people oh that's what grandpa used to like for his graduation yeah. he must have been cool yeah. and stuff of that nature but it's just it's just stuff like that I feel like that's what it should be like maybe through like if it was up to me like Black History Month especially I would put face paint on like every day yeah. uh, I think that's what I'm gonna shoot for like this that's, that's yeah. gonna be my thing I don't care what nobody says exactly I mean I put it on as, 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 as often as I feel you know spirit led or whatever like I just got up I put some clothes on I was like hmm, okay if it, it dropped off I was like hmm I'm going to put it on, you know? I mean, I, I'm, I'm spirit-led, so spirit-led me to put it on. I just put it on, so... You know. that's, that's very inspirational for real like you know it's just like you know why what's really stopping us from doing stuff like that I mean it's not like it's out of bounds from our culture I mean you see yes. Indian folk have the red dot on their forehead exactly. and, and everyone's just cool with this so like how would that be like so out of bounds you know I think it's a taboo um, mm -hmm. a lot of people associate this or equate the way you dress with juju or voodoo or voodoo or you know all those ifa different things you know that they're unaware of because they're so um cultivated to think only of what the european has given us and not think outside of that 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 book that is just pretty much a bunch of chapters stories from different people not saying that the stories are not validated but that's not a book to just it's more so like a guidance tool yeah. you know what i'm saying but some people don't understand that and i think um the in the words of reverend ike you know he didn't speak on uh, a level of the the, the what do we call it theology the, theology yeah, the you theology. know um yeah he spoke more on of a level of like he said this is a, a tool a, to guide you you know yeah. he broke it down to people you know yeah. and he talked about the law of manifestation and yeah. different things and you know not from a god perspective he's like you are god you know yeah. this is telling you that you are god yeah. but also understand that their things have been taken out mm -hmm. and so i think that when you have us melanated people who are, who only see one particular way and think that's the way it's like 
Have you done your research? Have you done, have you dug deep enough to understand or overstand that, you know, this, this is a suppression. This is not you. This is not your dialect. This is not who you are, what it says, you know, when you, when you, when you read certain things and they talk about, you know, hair like wool and brass feet, you know what I'm saying? And copper skin, um, yeah, when I was in church, that was not what was on the wall. And I'm looking for that. I'm looking like, where is the representation? And it wasn't there. So I kind of just kept digging. I was like, this this ain't it. This is no, you know, so and, and a lot of people associate that, you know, so it's like a lot of them are kind of like boxed in that. They're still in the matrix, I'm going to say. They're still in the matrix yeah. and they want to come out, but they're scared to come out because there's like they don't want to know the unknown, you know, because knowing the unknown is scary and it really is, but it's also liberating too. Yeah, yeah. It is very liberating in that case, you know, and it's just like, you know, keep in mind, like I, like I said earlier, like I'm Liberian. It's just like, you think about it, like we're like our own parents didn't even teach us the language. Such a beautiful language is getting like outsourced. And it's just like, that's one of my biggest regrets. And it's cool that my uncle has a book that has our original dialect, though we can be able to look back on it. So one day, once I really uh, get the time to really get that copy from it, or maybe find a way to get more copies of it, I'm definitely going to study it as much as I can because it's just like you know it's just to think like I don't even think in my language like you understand like how crazy how how Mm -hmm. torn apart you have to you can't even think and process things in your own your own thoughts aren't even processed in your own language we're we're we speak in the language of the Mm anglo-saxons in the in europe that's that's when you think about like how crazy that is how much you dominate a group of people to the point where it's like that's the norm or like it just seemed like oh like the language is just it's like it's unnecessary it is very very necessary that's one that's one of the main things on my bucket list is I always write it I script manifest it too that I can be able to read and at least speak to some extent like mm-hmm. my language like exactly. before I before I pass before I put in that dirt please let me speak my own language because exactly. that's weird and everything when you realize being around it. it will help being around it will help most definitely and and having people who speak that language too you know because as we spoke earlier you know like just doing DNA test now you know I already knew anyway but I was you know I'm Nigerian you know mostly Nigerian but I'm also um Zulu and uh Congo Cong- Congolese um Oh my gosh! It was like a few different other ones. It was a bunch of white stuff, and I was like, Mm-mm, "I'm black, 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 black." I'm not worried about those little tiny tights, teeny teeny tights of droplets of white. I'm black, 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 black. You know, Bantu. You know, um, um, Osha. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, Osha. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Tosa, like with the, yeah. like the, the same the same language that uh, Black yeah. Panther was speaking. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah, That's so, great. and it was pretty cool to to find that out and. And and also Bali, and so I was like, oh man, oh yeah, you know all that, that power, all that power, all that man, all all that, you know what and I'm saying? All runs through your brain. And the cool thing about so you never really got like a direct link to like a tribe or anything like that, or did you? Or did you I know? have to dig? You have to dig, have to dig, dig deeper. deeper. And I am digging deeper, oh, you yeah, know, sure because it. it doesn't just stop there. Like if you want to like really get into it, you got to really get into it. And so that is something that I do want to do because I do know i have family in nigeria i know that you know through through centuries you know what i'm saying we may have got detached but there has also been people who have got connected through different avenues from different things you know what i'm saying so that's something that i i have been um 
I haven't been focusing on that at this very moment, but that is something I do want to actually get into because I want to know parts of my history. I want to know more of my history. You know what I'm saying? More, more of what they don't tell you, you know, and what they try to water down. At least you know enough. Like definitely, like connect. Like okay, I'm a Nigerian. I'm, I have Mali. I'm this. I'm. Mm-hmm. Regardless, it's like your signature. Your skin yeah. it already tell you you're Africa. Africa. That's where you belong. Yeah. Africa. So it's just like never. I don't want anyone that's black. Uh, that's black American and everything, or any of the di- diaspora that has interest in reconnect with your roots. It's just like you know, like once your skin is black, that's you're African. That's I just think- that's just it right there. We're get we're whether if you want to accept it as it is, that's mm-hmm. just the truth of the matter. Exactly. And it's in your blood. It's just, it's who you are. So it's yeah. just like always reconnect with that to a basis. Every time, like I step in, like, you know, Pops Africa uh, store and everything on Central, right? You're, um, you're pretty. Really oh, really? You haven't been to Pops? Okay, definitely. If you ever pass by Central Avenue, okay. there's an African store called uh, Pops and everything. Okay. Just pull up in there. Ain't nothing but masks, statues, everything. It's oh, like they I could be it. necklaces. Step in there, bro. It's just, it's always refreshing. I, I need to actually pull up on him, actually, because he made me a necklace with a with a crocodile tooth in it, but it was, I've been lost <laughs> some years yeah. ago. But I definitely want to connect with him and everything because he did put some blessings on me because I was having yeah. gone through a hard time in community mm-hmm. college. You know, I feel like, I don't know if that helped set me on the trajectory to go to the HBCU mm-hmm. and uh, graduate at cum laude or whatever. But That's it's like, it's but at the same, but by the same time, thank you, thank you, everybody. Uh, but at the same time, spirituality and everything you know uh, getting in touch with nature get in touch with your ancestors it all starts with looking inward and it's all a healing experience and it's definitely nothing you should really sleep on and and it is true and it's it's also overstanding that even though you are african african is not necessarily africa because before you are african you are more Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we are more m-o-o are you know what I'm saying we're Moors, and if you understand what a Moor is, you 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 know that it rains in your blood. So no matter what part of Africa you from, you know that you're Moor. You know that I love the word Moor because it's like I'm a Moor. Yeah. But more means I'm also that much more. You know what I'm saying? I'm so much more. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, it's not. It's like, yeah, we can define ourselves into continents and everything like that. But like I said, I take it down, to all the way down to to the ancient Egypt to comedics. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm a more before anything. You know what I'm saying? So I worship the way they worship. You know what I'm saying? But I also incorporate the Yoruban religion. You know what I'm saying? Also incorporate Ifar incorporate African spirituality I incorporate you know um, my ancestors that's one thing I, I, I incorporate 100% is ancestor and I don't do anything without being spirit led yeah. you know so you always yeah. try to push that as some type of sorcery to really reconnect exactly. with your ancestor and that's BS yeah. and everything like mm-hmm. seriously it's just like literally it's, it's because of like they live through us and exactly. everything so it's just like for us to really reconnect with them it's very it's very much so it's not anything unholy or anything exactly. if anything that's a good thing because it's just like it's that's the stuff that actually guides you within yeah. this life they, they can call out to you 
yeah. and things of that nature. You know, my grandfather had just passed ba- back in May of this year, which was tough. It came out of nowhere, but every time we we just got a headstone and everything from him just recently. Mm-hmm. And every time I come back, I try to visit because like that's the only way I can really co- reconnect with him. Like I know he can't talk and wait the way the way we talk and everything, but I feel like he's listening. And you know that's yeah, just sure. that's not it's just true stuff. You yeah, know? and I, I mean I have an altar, so you know. Yeah, I was just about to ask about that. Yeah, I have an ancestor altar, so I don't have to visit an actual site, but I have pictures. Mm-hmm. And I will say that you know when I ask for stuff, I am given it. You know, um, if I'm if I ask a question, it is answered. Um, I cry to them, I talk to them, and a lot of times they come to me in my dreams. They, or you can like see the orbs and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, all right, it's gonna be all right, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I, I have to remind myself that, like, yeah, physically I'm looking around, physically I'm looking, I'm alone, but technically I'm not alone because, you know, I'm backed by ancestors, by ancestors, by ancestors, by ancestors, by ancestors, by ancestors. You know what I'm saying? So it's the the knowledge is very deep and is deeply rooted, you know. And so it's like I know what I stand on and I know that I'm on their shoulders. And because I'm on their shoulders and they're on someone else's shoulders before them, then I can only ascend higher. And so that's that's just how I see it, you know. I don't care what anybody else thinks or believe or um, feel about it. I know me. I know myself. So therefore, I'm going to go this way. You can continue to go that way, but I know it works for me. Now, if you want some advice, I'll give you some advice. If you don't want to take it, then hey, that that's up to you. But I'm not going to give you something and you're not really going to utilize it. You know what I'm saying? So that's just kind of how I pursue yeah, and it's nothing wrong connected with your ancestors because your ancestors' likeness, they live right through you. Like, for instance, like my grandfather on my dad's side and everything was a hunter. He couldn't read and he couldn't write, but he could hunt yeah. and everything. So a lot of that transcends to me because to have the spirit of the hunter and everything transcend through you and everything, it's not just about just trying to get things or whatever, yeah. trying to like kill things and everything. Yeah. However, it takes a lot of strategic planning mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, it takes a lot of like really like really visualizing what you want to capture and really exactly. seeking out to get that so it's like in a way it kind of transcends to me like anything i want to get i had to seek out and get that you know it's just mm-hmm. like a degree i was focused on getting that degree and trying right. to get that i wasn't going to be like nobody dropping out of college and you know? i was like no like yeah. i'm one of the few people in my family that actually graduated from college right. you know like yeah. that's a big feat mm-hmm. especially when two generations ago like so, like my grandfather couldn't even read or write you know right. that's that's a testament yeah. to progress and it's yeah. just like you know that's so everything I have that mindset anything I I seek out for I can capture it if I put my mind exactly. to it and even like even like the one of my grand uncle on my father's side that was like I was named after a middle name is Dolake mm-hmm. which means one can't make it on by himself mm-hmm. and everything oh, so it's just exactly. like so it's just you know he my 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 grand uncle Dolake can literally he could build anything like any wow. type of house just from like from literally yeah. visualizing he would just build it yeah. so was like I have the energy of the hunter and the builder that run through me and even yeah. like you know like well other people like the rebels and stuff of that nature they all run through me and they transcend into my character and, mm-hmm. and aspects and so that's how I live into my my lifetime now and everything that's what's gonna like determine where I'm at in my future also yeah. it all calls back to the past you know exactly. people forget to understand that yeah. so it's just like you can't really sleep on that type of information or nothing you like you can't you can't and you have to you know even as you were saying like he was a hunter 
just stuff was popping. I'm like, okay, that's Ogun, that's nature, that's you know the hunter, and you know, and and him, you know, that's that's in, in embodying an Orisha or embodying something that you can't see, but it's with it's it's within you. You know what I'm saying? So it's embodying that, and him embodying that, and then you embodying something else by you saying, you know, you're the uh, what the first one in your family to graduate? Not no. not the first, the first one, one, but the first out of like a couple. Basically, yeah. it was just literally my uncle on my mom's side, um, my dad, and then there's me. And then, like, so it's not a whole lot, but yeah. it's like it's, it's so a you're creating a new generation of something mm-hmm. that they didn't get a chance to do. And I don't take that for granted at all because I'm like, if I can read, they didn't get a chance to read, so therefore I'm going to read. Mm-hmm. They didn't get a chance to celebrate, I'm going to celebrate. I do know how they did celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying they they didn't speak the same language, but they also they but they what they did speak was and how they connected was through spirit and through music. And music connects. So a lot of times, even during those times of slavery, you know, like, you know, and, and they were worshiping and they were like, oh, it's the Holy Ghost. It's like they're really worshiping. They're 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 they they did not understand that. And black shirts, like, the way how they be like worshiping a black shirt with the yeah. falling out and everything. There's nothing Christian and, about that. And I and, and I remember I went to the last time I went to a church, I went to a Pentecostal church and they kept saying, you know, Jesus gave you the power to speak in tongue. I said, but when the Bible said speak in tongue, he spoke to people and they also understood the language. So everybody in here speaking a language that I don't understand. So how am I going to speak in tongue? And you're telling me I'm going to speak. Who am I speaking to and who's understanding me? Because if I'm going to speak in tongue, I'm going to speak just like, you know, Jesus did. And I'm going to be able to connect with somebody who understands that. That doesn't make any sense to me. So it's like you're forcing something on people and and, and you can't force anything on me because I'm like, I'm, I am the rebel. I am the, the, the no. Mm-mm. And it was, you know, eventually the, even the pastor gave up. He just walked away angry. She was like, maybe next time. I said, it's not going to be no next time because this is it like you know and no lie I like church though because it's like at the same time like but the way how they bastardized Christianity because it started off like with Jesus being named Isa that's not even his real name it's Isa not Jesus the Valajay didn't even exist back then you know for them to be called Jesus and everything around that time but people ain't ready for those conversations just yet and everything but it just goes deeper and deeper for, for stuff like that like some people just aren't ready for that and stuff they just change so many things and you don't know what parts of that bible that they're taking stuff out just to put there just to control others and everything and just people it's just yeah. it's just like that that's why it's like i always held things with just kind of like a sense of just like okay yeah maybe that could be right but then also maybe not like i always considered the, i considered the following but i never really put things yeah. as point fact until like you know i see certain matters so, i yeah. think well i ain't gonna say i think i know um what's on the pyramid temples is 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 what the original is you know what i'm saying because before paper before book before papyrus paper there they had no other things other than to put on the walls their beliefs and stuff like that and so even though you were talking about church and stuff like that and you were going to a certain point i'm like hmm I want to go deeper because I can I can take you deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Because I've done the research, you know what I'm saying? But everything stems from connect 
Kemet, you yeah. know what I'm saying, or Nubia, you know what I'm saying? That's who we are. Yeah. And we we are the original. We are there's no other like us. And that's why everybody tries to be like us or try to intimidate us or try to emulate us in different ways, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we are the original. But um, you that's know, why originality just flows through us like, you know, when it comes to music and all exactly. types of literature and everything. Exactly. They not saying that there aren't things that, you know, our, our European call uh, counterparts don't create mm-hmm. either cuz they do. They the do. conscience and everything, you know, they, they'll create their stuff too. They the stole way- some stuff, but we're not, not going to the conscience. They stole, they stole whiskey. They stole. Yeah. We, we're not going to get into all that because I can go on for days. There's but so many things, man. There's but it's so like, many things. Especially with the Bible and everything, the whole, like, the whole story of Gilgamesh. They, they, they literally took a whole lot of things from Gilgamesh. Like him being on the boat, that, that was literally like they ripped Gilgamesh for Noah. And everything. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, it's like, what? So this thing came older. So then what really happened, really? Because it's like, y'all keep ripping off all this other stuff, the Holy Trinity. Like, that's obviously off the Egyptian Trinity of, like, uh, Osiris and uh, Hero. And I think, what was, the, what was the lady one? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you got it wrong. I got it wrong. Okay, you're free to connect me. It's all set, Asar, and Haru. And Haru. There it is. There it is. That's Haru. Heru, and that's where you got Mother Mary, Jesus, and Joseph or Immaculate Conception from. You know what I'm saying? Now, I can give you a story behind I'll set in the Sarna Haru and Haru. Um, but pretty much, you know, um like Cain and Abel is off of um Sekhmet and uh Asar. Oh, sorry, yeah, you Asar being Osiris. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, but Osiris is also um when the invasion happened, mm-hmm. that's Greek. Uh, so when you say Osiris, that's Greek, but then when you move further, you got Catholic because the comedic because they were so willing to give and willing to help other people you had invasions so first it was Kemet Nubia you know what I'm saying then you had the invasion of Persia then you had the invasion of um uh, Greece, then you had the invasion of Catholic, then you had the invasion of the Romans, then you had the invasion of the Catholics again. And that's why you have all these different things. And when you take everything and put it down together and put it side by side or put it concurrently or however you want to put it, it's all the same. Uh, it's just that they whitewashed it. You know, I mean, I mean I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, take that back they whitewashed it and made it say oh this is what it is no that's not what it's not no they've been doing that too they even blew off the egyptian like nose off the sphinx so, like because that every, bothered you so yeah. bad every if you look um if you ever get a chance to go to egypt and you get to see the pyramids and i have not seen it and but i have seen documentaries and i have known people who have gone there are certain places that you're allowed to go and they're the noses of the pharaohs are not cut off and their noses are big as ours just like buddha people worship buddha but not knowing buddha is also black yeah they got the whole little braids on there you go but but you can't tell them that they'll say no 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 he's not those are snails (laughs) whatever what it's a hat you know what i'm saying but at the same time it, it you know if different strokes for different folks I'm not going to knock you for what you do I'm going to respect you and I'm, you, you just respect me you know what I'm saying at the same time but it's like I think knowledge is power and so therefore I'm not going to just stop at one level I'm going to keep digging because I know there's another layer to that and it took me years to get to that level of where I'm at now you know what I'm saying to, to know I can pretty much tell you a lot of stuff that I've known, you know what I'm saying? The book of the dead and you know how the Bible got rewritten and they say King James version of 
it's a yeah. it's, it's a big thing okay how many versions of a story do you need before it's like okay there's there must be some elements of cap somewhere yeah <laughs> like it's just like you know you don't need that many versions it's, it's only one version is the truth and that's it you know what i'm saying and a lot of people don't want to hear the truth so they're rather read a lie live a lie opposed to actually dig into the truth because again the truth does hurt sometimes you know what i'm saying or sometimes the truth is uncomfortable and a lot of people don't want to hear the truth or the or or honesty mm-hmm. and and that's the biggest thing especially within our culture now because so many are so capt- in, encapsulated in you know religion or whatever you know what i'm saying but i also love the fact that there are a lot who are starting to say this don't I'm not connecting with this. They're kind of coming out of the matrix or starting to learn how to come out of the matrix or how to come step out the box and how to come out the comfort zone and become one with themselves first. You know what I'm saying? So it all comes from being uncomfortable with bondage and everything. Once you start getting uncomfortable, the chains is like, why are things the way that they are? Like, why do I got to follow like by these guidelines and everything? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like as a child, I realize that it's just like no matter where I just never fit in when it came to like you know like like the catholic school mm-hmm. the predominantly white yeah. uh Valentine Plantation School mm-hmm. or the schools are more predominantly white in Matthews. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. it seems like those areas were the areas I always had conflict in yeah. or I always had issues with the teachers and everything. Always right. pulled pull me out of class over something dumb mm-hmm. and everything. It's like, you know, one more thing, like I'm, I'm an intelligent kid. Like, why does it seem like I always get caught up with this nonsense? And then I stepped into an HBCU and everything made sense. Yeah. All my, a lot of my teachers look like me. Mm-hmm. A lot of my classmates look like me and everything. Yeah. Nobody was competing against each other. Exactly. Nobody was trying to spread rumors on each other. There's 8,000 people who would focus on one person exactly. and everything. People were just focused on living their own lives exactly. and everything. Like exactly. you, may, you may have a disagreement. You may not mess with somebody and everything, but mm-hmm. no, nobody was, everyone was clapping for everybody. Exactly. Your success wasn't seen as a threat. Exactly. And it's just like, this is the healing everybody needs. And it's crazy because there's people out there that give up on school mm-hmm. intelligent people that just say you know maybe school isn't for me and i always say like just try an hbcu just to see how you like it well, and everything not be for everybody school is not for everybody you know um just like i saw somebody uh heard somebody earlier today say you know don't sleep on her because she decides she doesn't want to be an entrepreneur she would rather work for somebody else that if that's what she that's her choice that's her choice but don't de- degrade her because that's her choice if that's what you want to do and you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to pursue that then do that but don't degrade somebody else for doing something else that you're not doing or for like oh you could be working for yourself and then but if that ain't there if that's not their calling she may have another calling and it may be that might just be her stepping stool to get to the next level and it may not be entrepreneurship it may be something else you know what i'm saying but not everybody is an entrepreneur not everybody is meant to be that and not everybody is meant to go to school you know and some people go to school because of the stigma go to school go to school get a good job get a good job get a good job and they go to school and they hate it i'm one of those people i'm a nurse by trade but i'm not passionate about it at all that's okay and and i'm not ashamed to say it (laughs) nothing to be ashamed of ain't nothing but the reason 
reason why I stress HBCU so bad is just because, like, you know, it's just a reflection of what all the issues, like, yeah. in the society. That's where I feel like I got yeah. all my answers from. So it really calls back to places like Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. you know, things like that nature. You know, places like Atlanta, you know, predominantly black, you know, city. Mm-hmm. You know, although a lot of it can be written with crime, a lot of that is, like, you know, a lot of that is reflecting on, like, the inner issues that we had to deal with. Exactly. But when it comes to, like, when it's just nothing but positivity at an HBCU, mm-hmm. when everyone has a purpose, yeah. when everyone has a goal, when everyone tries to help another, I never felt so much a part of a sphere yeah. until I went there and everything. Yeah. Everybody had tests or quiz coming up. We set up a study group. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a poetry jam where you show up. Yeah. You want to go to a party? It's up to you. You yeah. want to take a break? No one's holding it against you. Yeah. You have groups. You can go to fraternities if you want to. You can go to like the Men's Achievement Center. You can go here. There's a place for everybody. You're a gamer type of cat. You're going to find many gamer friends. You're like anime. You're going to find many friends. Exactly. You like this, that, that. Everyone is represented. And it's just like, you, it's no pressure. Exactly. Just do whatever you want. And that's mm-hmm. what it just is. Just be sure to have a purpose. And that's what mm-hmm. I really, really loved about it. That's why I, was, I couldn't. It's not like when I think about it, it's like I can't really believe I graduated out of college at the top of my class. And it's like I had people that believed in me yeah. and everything. Could you imagine I went from being kicked out of class saying like I was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like the dean of the business school looks up to me. They actually put me on the dean advisory board, mm-hmm. says I'm going to like graduate at the top of my class. And I actually did that. Yeah, it's like amazing. that's power. That's that that's power. miraculous. Yeah. But is it really, though? It was always instilled in me. I just needed an it's environment. It's always been in you. Always it's just, been in it you. just had to be brought out in you. And if you're not surrounded by it, you know, like I didn't like this is a first. I'm not going to say this is the first time you living in a um, multicultural um, environment because, you know, I was in California. I lived in Maryland. I lived in Florida. Love Maryland. Um, I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I'm originally from Virginia, so I've always been around multicultural, you know, people. But I think um, most of the culture that I know or that I can rock with is the, the culture in California because it's a little, it's different. It's more so embraced, but different in different areas and different environments. I didn't have I didn't have that, you know. what I'm saying so I didn't have to deal with, you know. Uh, well, I mean, I was a, a, a little you know a little bad kid you know just a bully but other than that I didn't have to deal with you know being picked on and I have to deal with this, the teachers saying anything if more if anything I had a lot of white teachers trying to help me you know what I'm saying because they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself you know what I'm saying so I had it was for me it was the opposite but, and it was the same thing with the black teachers too they saw a whole lot more of me than the white teachers did the white teachers saw me at a certain point the black teachers saw my excellence you know what I'm saying they saw my superiority and they made sure they always instilled that in me and they weren't feared by it that's the thing that's one thing it's like and it's just like that's one thing I had to I noticed when I was in school and everything it always felt like you know every time like a white teacher trying to tell me off or time or something Mm -hmm. it felt like an accomplishment to them like they're and it's just it was weird like I remember one time it's like my one of my teachers put on the movie Philadelphia and everything and I didn't even know there was a movie Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks Mm because I I messed with both of them I'm like oh what they're both in the same movie cool i want to see that when i was coming in late i carpool I, it's yeah. not none of that's my fault we had we had to go to the front office and get our slip whatever mm-hmm. we're, we're there in that line forever i'm just yeah. like you know it's fine he, he'll probably understand right he, why he take me out of class and try to like try to run a lecture on me <laughs> thinking i was trying to cut class he, try, he was starting to like write me up for like trying to skip class why do i skip class for a movie it's like like right. 60 minutes like why are you trying to like have this issue hey just be like why are you late it's like oh my 
carpool's late. Okay, cool, that's fine. That's yeah. it. Why you gotta yeah. overcomplicate it to have an issue? Like yeah. it's just like they look and know. a lot. A lot of them look for issues. A lot of them look for stuff. Um, what I can say is because I've lived in so many different areas, is that a lot of them are only they only know what they know they only know what they see on tv they only know what they're taught you know i'm saying i mean my daughter you know during the pandemic her school we was in a predominantly um white and uh hispanic um area but they talked about the civil war the whole school year and i had to tell the teacher hello there were more than just white people during the civil war you know what i'm saying and i had ruffled her feathers i said you don't have white kids you're sending these kids out into the world thinking that this is just what it is when there's more to it you got ida b wells well i didn't tell her ida b wells because i want her to do her own research and the next day she incorporated she was like well i have a lesson plan i have a brother and i have a sister-in-law who are both teachers they're educators you know what i'm saying so they and and i used to teach cosmetology so i know you can you even though you have a lesson plan you can still incorporate certain things from the outside world to make it more so um it can connectable to 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 your students more grounded Um, exactly you know what i'm saying so give them something that they can really grasp to and what happened was phenomenal she got more questions and more interaction and engagement just from introducing something different because they were like well what about this and what about that and what about you you know what i'm saying and i was just like that's phenomenal keep it up you know what i'm saying whether she did or she didn't i don't know that's not my problem but me i teach mine you know like i told her like he was talking about the um black wall street you got the tulsa massacre you got the um you got the the move project which happened in philadelphia where they bombed a whole city a whole block just to get the move it was called the move movement the move movement and they because they wanted to extract them out of a house they pretty much bombed the whole (laughs) bombed the whole block just to get those people out and then those bodies some of those bodies were never recovered but then only recently it became the light that some of the bodies were recovered they were actually in the museum or they were in a school and they were utilizing these these skulls and these bones from this site here you know what i'm saying but there's a lot of lot of knowledge out there that a lot of people do not know and do not understand it's more than just the 60s you know with the mlk and um malik al-hashabaz aka malcolm x you know what i'm saying it's more to it than that it's more than Tupac Shakur is more than Asada Shakur it's, it's, it's a lot of depth that they don't teach you you know what I'm saying and, and you have to really dig for yourself you have to really educate yourself and I had to educate my child because the school system is not going to do it and I'm not going to rely on the school system to teach my child black education definitely not you definitely got to stay upon it exactly. they need to be well versed in like who they are what exactly. we're capable of and just the type of stuff that we had to deal with from generation to generation it's yes. just like you know it's just like you know you know, when you realize like ignorance they try to put you in a circle of ignorance to become mm-hmm. like more of a victim of this system and yeah. the more you know knowledge of self you become uh, a survivor instead of a exactly. victim and that's why i take more power in survivor than a victim it's like mm-hmm. no i choose to survive i don't choose to be victimized Mm -hmm. by this system yeah i'm gonna go through it yeah you're gonna trip every Mm -hmm. now and then but you're gonna make it through as long as you have a peace of mind that you'll get through it as long as you're more self-aware about what's up with us and it's just like it's just i didn't even know about the whole philadelphia situation that you just spoke of like i'd rather even tell like man it's just free real estate of cruelty just look up 
the move project and you'll see and and it will tell you all about it and even to this day even though they rebuild the houses they rebuild those houses they rebuild them houses in less than 30 in 30 days and they have they haven't been the same but if you think about think about the governor giving the okay to bomb a whole block just to get extract 15 people 10 to 15 people including children from out of a house and they won't even a threat and when you think about black panther party what did they tell you about the black panther party they were a threat to society they were this they were that they and it's like no they gave back to the community they were giving out free health care they, they, they were doing what y'all are doing now they were doing wick they were doing they giving, started with they started exactly they were doing all these making sure that kids got vaccinations make sure they had education make sure they needed what they had make sure they had their own black schools and it's like when you when you look at history and you look at at, you know people as moors or as as africans in itself is like we are a threat to you because of what we can do because of our power and not to say that we are better than anybody else but i'm gonna say i am because i'm a goddess i know where i come from yes. but at the same time it's like okay you don't have to feel threatened by me if anything you can stand by me because we're more we're more together than we are separate yes. and we can mend a whole lot of different things but if you're not willing to see me as your equal or to see me as anything else other than a threat then i'm gonna always be a threat to you but it started when they Remove the woman from the man, which started once you had the invasions, you know, down in, in what now they call Egypt now, but back then it was um, Kemen and Nubia. Once they remove um, the, who was it? It was either the Persians or the, um, it was Greece. Yeah. They, they, uh, the Greece felt like that the women didn't need power, uh -huh. so they slowly start removing her role from this, you know what I'm saying, and putting her towards the back. And now man has made everything. I didn't know man can make a baby and man can create this and man create. They're trying to make it happen now, and it's crazy what they're doing. It's because like it becomes so unbalanced. As soon as they start trying to throw the household out of balance or governing like like feminine energy and masculine energy is balanced. That's when we start having issues. Exactly. So American slavery, they start separating families. They exactly. start taking like men from the children's home and everything. It start becoming unbalanced. Mm -hmm. Now we're at a situation now where it's like we're continually trying to compete against each other. Mm -hmm. And it's becoming so embarrassing now. Because you see it on social media and everything. Like, oh, what's up with all these sassy men? Mm -hmm. Oh, what's up with all these women that don't listen or don't want to be? But, you know, it's just like, but it's like at the same time, we need to really break the root of the problem. Why do we act the way that we act? Because it didn't happen overnight. It didn't. it didn't. But at the same time, too, you can be masculine and embody feminine energy. And you can be a, a, a female and embody masculine energy. But the only way to, to, to do that, if you're a female who embodies masculine energy, then you need a counterpart. She can be male. She can be. It could be a male. It could be a female. But if the female, like for myself, you know, I'm a female and I embody feminine energy. So, therefore, if I'm attracted to women, then therefore... My, my 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 partner has to embody masculine energy so we can have that 
um, that balance. You know what I'm saying? We weren't here to be man and woman together. No, we were here to procreate. That's what it is. That's what the Ankh symbol means. Procreation. That's yeah. it. Men had multiple wives. Women had multiple husbands. They didn't have sex with them though, uh -huh. but they don't tell you these things. They make you, they, 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 they put these things on you and make you think you, oh, you're a concubine. No, she was just a wife and she had a role and she had something to do. And then, then the, you know, but he had one main wife, you know what I'm saying? But also monogamy is not what we were we're not geared for but if you can give someone monogamy that's that fine. that's the ultimate just, thing but don't want. put the stigma on people you yeah. know and i think they put a lot of stigma on people yes. which makes it this generation specifically with these kids really kind of messed up and 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 like unfocused and just like who am i or what am i supposed to do you know yeah. suicide rate is an all-time high you know yeah, um, because, amongst yes. the, the younger generation because yeah. all these things that they're putting on them the bullying and all and, and just just a we're whole severely lot of stuff. we're severely out of sync and, and yeah. even with the whole bullying situation i became a victim of a lot of that when mm -hmm. i had to deal with the school and everything but it wasn't like physical pushing around bullying. It was like rumors and shit. Yeah. Try to emasculate you another way without having to put their hands on mm -hmm. you. Very psychotic nature. Yeah. A lot of those same kids end up getting strung up with like freaking with drugs or getting in and out of jail over mm -hmm. time. I've never been arrested. Never. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is because I had to really put my pride aside and I had to ask myself, is this really worth me reacting to? Is this really worth mm -hmm. I have to think 10 to 20 steps ahead. I'm the eldest of my grandfather's grandchildren. Mm -hmm. I'm the first out of like 13, 14, 15. It just goes on and everything yeah. i have to set an example for me to get my degree that's an example for me to get a job you know like with the home care that's an example mm -hmm. you know for me to just you know learn to like just speak and be able to be uh seek out my goals and be able to see uh speak with uh with eloquence and stuff mm -hmm. that's that's all an example exactly. that you could be more than that you know exactly. and that's why like even like with me and my auntie and everything because a lot of like my grandfather was like liberian but he, he had a lot of like you know black american like you know lovers and stuff yeah. Yeah, nature so yeah. there's like a lot of like aunties and stuff yeah. I, I'm, I'm really locked on with my aunt love because her son and everything you know like he's only around like the, the drug dealers and stuff of that nature and mm -hmm. I'm like I'm like one of the main like positive like reflections that I gotta be right. consistent with so right. I'll take him to the park from time to time I'll spend some time from time to time and I don't mind it because you know mm -hmm. that's a service exactly. but it's not a service in the sense that you know like, oh like I, oh, I'm, oh I'm doing the service like no it's a pleasure too because it's I have the same token I spend time with them at this stage is like you know how that's gonna translate when he gets older. Exactly. This is the time I spend with him. Yeah, yeah, and everything. You and have a connection with you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And he may not connect with nobody else. They may not connect with nobody else, but they know they can connect with you. And so they're gonna pick, do what? Call, pick up that phone, and connect with you and I think that's what this generation needs some of especially like the millennials and the generation before us need to understand that children should not have to chase adults yes. that is not how it works It a child should not have to chase for the love and affection of an elder yes. it's your job to teach the child because how else is the child going to know because if the child only knows chasing guess what they're going to do when they get older they're going to think that everything they go for they're going to have to chase I, I'm, I'm, and I'm one of those people yeah. I felt like I had to chase the love of this and the love of my mom my dad my sister this yes. and you know and so I grew up thinking that a chase was good because that was what I knew. But then when I realized, wait a minute, I 
ain't chasing no daggone body. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? Work like, on yourself. Ex- exactly. Work on yourself and become the best. Word. That's exactly. all I'm focused on. I go to the gym. I'm trying to hit the gym 15 times this month before the end of this month, before I really start working with the trainer. I'm trying uh-huh. to work on myself. Read. I yes. got a book. The book, main book I'm trying to read by the end of this month is The Four Agreements. After that, it's more. Oh, I have that book. I love yes. that book. Yes. I, 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 love I fell that off book. it for a while, so I got to start from the very beginning again just so okay. I can get into it. But it's just like, just stuff like that. You need to really, you really need to build on yourself mentally, psychologically. You got to heal. Yeah. You got to build yourself physically. And then that all intertwines spiritually and everything. Yes. It all yes. starts from investing in yourself. Who knows what you're going to look like mm-hmm. five years from now or where your mm-hmm. mindset is going to be. But you would be proud of yourself. You just got to put in the work right now. Self-investment. Yeah. I put self-investment over like like trying to like please other people, bro. Yeah. Because they're going to live whatever life they're going to exactly. live. Exactly. But you exactly. need to focus on the life you got to live. You got to exactly. please yourself first. Put yeah. yourself first. God yeah. first, too. But it's like at the same time, you know, God and yourself is kind of intertwined to, to mm-hmm. a certain degree. Just don't be selfish about it. Be yeah. mindful about your connections in life and mm-hmm. how it affects them. And that's all like, that's really just where I'm at in life. You always got to be mindful. That is true because, I mean, I'm the same way. I'm like, um, for me, it's my, you know, honoring my ancestors and, you know, um, the most high, the, the most high creator, Olu Dumari or Ra, whatever you want to call it. You know, everybody has a different name for it. But at the same time, at the end of the day, it's still the same because we're worshiping somebody greater than us. And for me, I say universe, but I do it interchangeably because I know what I'm, I know who I'm talking to when they know who I'm talking to. It's just and, worse. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And as long as it's coming with a pure intention and from my heart, that's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be my tears, it be my tears of joy, happiness, pain, sadness, anything. It's it's pure intentional. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm coming to you for this and not not once have I not received an answer for something. You know what I'm saying? So I always, you know, make sure that I, I honor that and I give praise to the most high for that. You know what I'm saying? Because life could be so much different. But, you know, you can also be misguided if you're not looking up. And I tell, I I like to tell people a lot of times because people always like to look linear and it's like, no, Mm -hmm. look up. If you're just looking this way, guess what? You can do a whole about face. You're going to see the same thing. Mm -hmm. But if you look up, you're going to just see different things. Why? Clouds change. You got the rain. You got the sun. The sun might be in this in 30 degrees here, but then later it's going to be 40 degrees here. It's constantly changing. So look where there is change. Change is not right here. Change is up there. So look up. That's my favorite thing. I always tell people when they're going through something, look up. And I tell myself that too. Look up. I'd be like, just look up. Just look up, look up, look, look up and look beyond your circumstances. What you're in right now is just a physical manifestation of something else. But look beyond that circumstance, because eventually you're going to be beyond that circumstance. I'm living proof of that, you know, so look up and look beyond your circumstances. Yeah, and everything is temporary. Even life exactly. itself is temporary. You, you're pretty much dead for the rest of your life, but who knows? Maybe your energy might really take manifest or re, be reintroduced to something entirely de- different, whether it be an animal or an object or whatever. Yeah. And then it's just like, you know, but at the same token, it's just like, you know, we're all connected mm-hmm. to that degree also. And it's just like there's so many different dimensions of how to look at what God is or whatever, whether if we maybe we all died, our energy is all collected all together. <laughs> 
together into one consciousness and that's right. what God is. Or maybe right. it's just, it just goes on. We are uh, just, you know, reincarnated over and over again. Or maybe there's just truth in about everything, you know? I mean. And just leave it at that. Why do you think we feel shame and guilt for when we do uh, bad on to others? And exactly. Everything? You know, and I yeah. thank God consciousness comes from within anyway. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, a lot of, a lot of things that we do and a lot of things that we, we say comes from us mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's all about how you feel about it and you know whether you, your faith can be strong in anything you yeah. know what i'm saying but you also have to understand that if you are a creation of something greater than you then you are that yeah pretty much no, you know what i'm saying because if you are made in the image or the likeness of that you know what i'm saying then you are god yes. or you are a goddess yeah. so therefore you embody that so know that and know your power you know what i'm saying so that's why i love i, I love listening to um my type of inspirational music is much more different than, than most people. I listen to like Ciroc and Sampa the Great, who are, who's like a dope MC. So is Ciroc because they're deep. They're deep rappers. They're female rappers and they keep it real. Um, you have, um, what's the name? Ah! Rhapsody, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I love Rhapsody, you know what I'm saying? Because she deep, but she, although she talks a lot about a lot of male things, she's still a deep female, you know what I'm saying? So I like listening to th those type of women, Lauren Hill, and you know, but I grew up with conscious rap, yeah. so I'm a conscious person, so yeah. it's it's instilled in me, you know what I'm saying? So if I, if I hear something like, you know, Future, I'm gonna be like, mm. Okay, let me hear what he got to say. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it's just for like future. I wouldn't even put on par with future. I mean, future's just for like parties and stuff like that, you know. Future ain't that nature, not in my party. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe to only, other people, yeah. Only song right now that I probably would play by future is two songs. Um, uh, it's free coast, one of them. Who? Free coast. Free coast. No, uh, 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 <laughs> that song, love, uh, 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 and then the song he has the new song called Beautiful on DJ Khaled's new album. Um, those are two songs by Future that I will play for real. That's okay. It's because they're like, they're talking, they're really they're deep real stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I love it because he has it in him. You know what I'm saying? In Beautiful, he talks about them burning sage and doing different things. I'm like, yes. Yeah, right. Even if he's not about it, he knows something about it. It means he's done his research. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. you music, know, that's a wonderful thing about energy that it can manifest in all types of forms. Exactly. Like it's just like the only problem with future is that you know some of it kind of reflects a little low vibrational to yeah. a certain degree. But it's just at the same time, you know, the whole release of like you know it probably helps releasing all that negative energy mm -hmm. too, mm -hmm. and trying to like you know process a lot of that energy too. Right. But sometimes people sink in that energy, negative energy a little bit too yeah. much, and that's when they they're going to making it being a part of their lifestyle case in point well like juice the world juice world looked up the future so much mm. that what do you think like he thinks like well, when you take those drugs it's like the same thing you don't know future does that every day maybe once in a while and they realize he they can't over... stop doing it for so long yes. but he was still promoting it yeah and you have these kids who are actually listening to these these rappers and stuff like that or these these uh female rappers especially female rappers because i mean as a female myself and as an artist i'm not just a poet and an author I'm also an artist and it's like I want these girls to understand like you don't have to talk about sucking and 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 
to get a dude for anything, he got to pay your nails, your bills, get the bag and give you Talk money. Talk about WAP and everything. All of I mean, them. it's liberating to that degree, but at the same token, you got to switch the, the notion you, up a you, little Yeah, bit. you do. You know bit. what I'm saying? It's like, it's nothing wrong with embodying that, yes. but at the same time saying, like, I don't need you for that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I don't need you for that. And you're pushing because a generation I, where we're constantly yeah. going to be at each other. So, like, it's just like, I saw this kind of cool to joke, like, oh, yeah, yeah. city boys and city... But at the same time, the take is so serious where it's like, we're really each other's enemy for real. And like Tupac really like pro- prophetizes, like uh, seeing this uh, and everything. What's that word? I don't want to say it's not prophetized. It's like for seeing it uh-huh. in the sense of just yeah. like, we're going to have a generation where men is going to hate the ladies that make the babies. babies. And it's like, that's not good. Now we're living in those times. Yeah. We're literally hating on each other. But he grew up in a Black Panther family. He He's from that generation. He's from that culture that instilled those things within that within him and he was raised within that culture and he was raised with the knowledge of self-consciousness or self-awareness and whatever and when he spoke he spoke he spoke so eloquently you know what i'm saying and like i mean a lot of people i mean it's just so many things i can say just so positive about him but uh, him and him and a lot of yeah he was was here to bring light but then he fell off his court that's what happened as soon as he got caught up with the media and everything with the beefing with notorious big and stuff of that nature which is like we all know that it was just the media that pushed it and then trying to profit out from that. and in Tupac's position dude he was the way how he was betrayed and put in prison and everything and trying to get him out of that situation you can understand what would throw him off that path mm-hmm. every empath goes through some type of situation yeah. that would throw you off that path and he uh, said put that. you on the trajectory yeah um, and, and he came back with it when he did um, All Eyes on Me yeah. and when he did Machiavelli Yes. You know what I'm saying? He was pretty much coming back into his thing, but he also knew that it was his, he also knew it was time too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the thing, like words have power. Yes. Um, I'm not going to say I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm a, I don't think, you know, I'm not, I don't think he's dead. I know he's not dead. You know, I just think he disappeared. That, it depends on what you consider death. He could be de- alive in our physical world. In the physical or... world, I don't think he is. I think he's alive and well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think because of things that have happened since then, yeah. he can't come back out. You know what I'm saying? He has to stay in a certain place and he's going to stay where he's connected to and where all his roots are at in Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, sure. I know like a lot. Of, he has relatives that flew a out to lot. Cuba. A lot of relatives that flew a out to Cuba. Lot. So it's like, you know, he's, he's safe and sound where he's at, but regardless and everything. Whether it, he is or he isn't, you know what I'm saying? It so is. So he, he spoke truth. And a lot of artists, um, I love the fact that now a lot of artists are doing that. They're speaking their truth, whether yes. it's mental health, whether it's dealing with, you Definitely know, like enough. Nipsey Hussle. He spoke about one thing I, I love about Nipsey Hussle. I didn't, I knew him, but I didn't really like. Get deep into him. Deep Everybody was like that a lot afterwards like because that. I was like, if I knew he was that conscious, bro, I'd have been listening to him way back. I heard a few songs by him, but I was yeah, like, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. you now, know. You didn't know, but it was the interview, so like, it's just like after he passes, like, wow, this dude was really on his. Yeah, stuff. but that's when they start promoting it, which is unfortunate because I'm like, I like to give people their flowers while they're living, not when they're dead, because you yeah. can't you can't enjoy them while they're dead. Yeah, no, seriously, and but so but, give them but, while they're but, while they're alive. But at the same time, it's kind of like a sacrifice to that degree because their energy never leaves. It manifests in other people. Tupac's energy manifested through what? Tupac is the reason why I even got into hip-hop. Before Tupac, I thought hip-hop was just, you know, just a fun thing. And then he started putting that CD, uh, like, uh, 
fate literally brought a CD like that my mom had. Dude, she don't even listen to it. She she's more of a, a Biggie Smalls type person. Okay, but it's okay. like she somehow got a handle that that this two of his greatest hits, and uh-huh. I burned all his songs to my first MP3 player, and uh-huh. that's all I would listen to on the bus. Yeah, and that now I start writing, and now I'm at that point where I drop some songs too. Yeah, I, I just finished like my seventh uh, rap book and a rap poetry book. I'm moving on that's to my dope. eighth and everything. Rap poetry? Yeah, yeah, I that's do poetry. Dope. I do rap poetry and rap everything. Rap poetry, I never heard of, but I'm actually working on some right now, and it's kind of it's kind of dope. You said that because in I am a poet by by heart, you know, yeah. but at the same time, I'm also multifaceted. So, you know, I'm working on something right now and it has all elements that I am. You know, I'm also bilingual. So I have a little bit. I got uh, rap poetry in it and I got some Spanish because I speak Spanish. Oh, cool. So um, all of that is entwined in that. And nice. um, there is a beat out there that has inspired that for me to do it because it was a beat that was really profound and it really spoke to me and it's a new one and so you know I'm working on that now and you know perfecting certain things I'm like okay all right all right you know it's 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 uncomfortable but it's also fun at the same time to do because it's like yo I'm about to give people something that they've never seen before you know what I'm saying and I'm I'm excited about it because it's not something that I normally do I'm not a rapper I'm also not a singer but I will classify myself as that a singer or just somebody who's a musician I'm like a musician I mean an artist pretty much yeah you're an artist that's what it is. The art is art and it manifests in different ways and everything, exactly. you know? And I swear, like, you know, this deal was pretty tough for me to get through. Like, this is spending my license. So I couldn't even drive for a while until, like, mm-hmm. April. They gave me my my actual, like, privileges and everything. So oh, it's wow. just, like, you know, I, I got till October 5th to actually be able to reinstate my license. So I, the only way I got off, I was actually going back to my roots of writing in the poetry, which I fell off on it for a while. As soon as I put some Jay Dilla beats on, I was on it. Yeah. It, just, it wasn't a problem after a while. And yeah. then I actually finished it like a couple months ago like wow it took me a while to finish because it was years i was stuck on that but mm-hmm. i was like in and out of now this whole year really got me to finish that now i'm gonna move on to my eighth one mm-hmm. and then to my ninth and it's just gonna Are keep you gonna going publish it uh, oh no i never publish it I, I use it for inspiration for i want to write songs in the future you know because i definitely gotta okay. drop songs in the future but okay. that's definitely maybe one day once i really put it aside i can definitely yeah. maybe publish it but then it's just like you know maybe well, publish one or two maybe one or know, two give people a little some some one or two so they know what they expect when when you do come out with the music you know maybe your old stuff you're like ah, eh, i can put that in the book i can put that in the book yeah. you know because i mean my thing is multiple streams of income Oh, yeah, most definitely. Definitely yeah. somewhere down the line because I definitely want to go into publishing. But, but when I want to start publishing like my own books, I want to be like actual novels and actual books and everything. Oh, okay. And then somewhere down the line when I'm in my 30s, 40s and I've already lived my life, I got to look back like all these other stuff. Like, wow, I have all these rap poetry books. Why not? Just publish it. You yeah. know, like, there's more content, the better. Like I start with more content, yeah. like with the whole podcast session before I hit 150. When I hit 150 and everything, then I could actually start expanding and start pushing it mm-hmm. out there, out there. Cause then there's so much content people can fall back on. Yeah. So like now when they look at back on the episode, oh, well, this is an episode for me. That's an episode for me. Uh-huh. That's a, you know, that's yeah. all I'm saying. You give people more yeah. things to give exactly. back. You know, like I I graduated from an HBCU man, business school, marketing. Mm-hmm. I, I know my thing to a certain degree. You know, yeah. actually, I like to yeah. start with content first and stuff yeah. of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I, I know we pretty much hit the hour uh, line and everything, which went by smoothly, keep it in did, mind, and everything. Uh, yeah. Before we go off, uh, do you have any last final words you want to let the people know before we bounce? Um, Know thyself. Know your worth. Know who you are at the end of the day. And 
always, 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 always put yourself first, no matter what, no matter what, you know, you may have kids, you may have life, but put yourself first, put yourself first because you're no good to nobody. If you're not good to yourself. Darn straight, man. It can't go wrong with that sense. Of, <laughs> that's a gem for everybody right there. Um, but yeah, that's it for the 95th episode of the Mental Threads podcast. So Miss Queen Michelle, not to be cute, yes. just Queen. This yes. Queen Michelle, face paint and all. Uh, that's it for the Mental Threads podcast. 90, episode 95. We sewn in that we're sewing out.